This is GSAP Conversations from the Graduate School of Architecture, Planning and Preservation at Columbia University in New York City. I'm Dina Malandraus. Thanks for listening. I'm James Graham, Director of Publications at Columbia GSAP and the school's imprint, Columbia Books on Architecture and the City. During the opening days of the 2017 Chicago Architecture Biennial, Columbia GSAP co-hosted the conference Making Books Now with biennial curators Sharon Johnson and Mark Lee. We invited biennial participants who deliberately explored bookmaking in various ways as means to produce and express architectural thought. The event was structured as a series of conversations in which the architects were asked not to present their own work, but instead to engage and respond to one another's recent publications. This podcast is one in a series of six of these exchanges recorded at the Chicago Cultural Center on September 15th, 2017. This episode features the school's dean, Amal Andreas, whose firm, Work AC, released its book, We'll Get There When We Cross That Bridge, in November 2017, in conversation with Sharon Johnson and Mark Lee, whose book, A House is a House is a House is a House is a House, was originally published in 2016. And well, thanks, James. When Reto was talking about uh, Gideon, you know, and the kind of description of the thoughtfulness of the sort of visual argument, the collaborative nature, the uh, sort of artists and graphic. I was thinking about your book. Like, it could be a description of a house is a house is a house is a house. And I have to say that when I read it, it was really incredibly, well, first of all, beautiful. And there is a kind of visual argument, it's quite focused on this question of the house, but also, and these kinds of books are a window into practice and, and kind of are already not sort of 30 years later, but in the present undermining and opening up the conversation around authorship. Mm-hmm. I mean, many of, you know, the kind of groups that are displayed and presented today are collectives and, and how do we work as a collective and how do we collaborate and so I think that those kinds of windows are quite interesting and so I think the format of the conversation which is in your book is, is something that we've found to be the best way to tackle this question of authorship uh, today in the, in the making of work. Maybe that's why our probably our two books in this stack were the longest in the making. Too many conversations. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was thinking, Amal, um, I mean, you guys were really explicit about the kind of process of making both, you know, the way, the very conversational nature of your book. But I thought it might be interesting to just talk about sort of what the motive, like how did you start? I mean, I think we both were about at the same point in our practices when we began to think about it. So, you know, you clearly, you, you guys use this word duograph. How did you, why was it time? And how did it evolve over those 15 years? Yeah. So actually, we start in the introduction by saying we've been working on this book forever. I mean, in a way, the practice or the is is kind of trying to to write a, a book, and it took this long to be ready to be vulnerable, <laughs> as James said. And I think that well, it takes time to have somewhat of a body of work or things, projects where you know now is a time when you look back at work 10 years ago and you see it in a new light and you start to, it takes a long time to start seeing threads, mm-hmm. I think. And I think the conversation makes it longer, right? right. Because you have to yes. arrive to clarity and yeah. the clarity isn't just something, so you're sort of writing the argument together mm-hmm. and, and the disagreements and the many disagreements mm-hmm. to come into focus. 
So, so that process is, is maybe longer than someone articulating his or her thought for themselves. Could, could you also talk about the title of the book? Uh, we'll get there when we cross that bridge. I, I'm, uh, it reminds me of Alice in Wonderland when the Queen said, uh, sentence first, verdict later. You know, there's this type of reversal. Huh? So the, the reversal is actually it's something that I said by mistake once, mm -hmm. and, but I think it's kind of how we approach mm -hmm. everything, which is you, you start and then you, in that process, you figure your thoughts mm -hmm. out. And it was funny that this also has this kind of continuity in terms of, a, mm -hmm. in your title, feedback loop. It, so it's both a proposition for the future, but it's also a kind of reflection, you know, already mm -hmm. on... on sort of what was produced. No, because us also coincides when you talked about how you have three different five-year periods and then the first being say yes to everything. You know, it's almost like it's yes is the answer, what's your question? And I, I think there's a kind of determinism in, in the work that I wonder if it also, you also see in the way how you design your project, how you approach your architecture. Definitely, I think that, I mean, it's, it's part what happened and how you mm -hmm. reconstruct what happened in hindsight. But I, I do think that there was a sense of we, we just have to start and, and, and through that thickening of, you know, edit. So the editing isn't just in the book, but through the kind of excessive work that you kind of edit out mm -hmm. at the end. But I also think that if I look at your book and, mm -hmm. you know, some of the other books, there's a sense of constructing a context. It's very interesting, I think, back at, you know, orders mm -hmm. 10 years ago, yeah. exactly, and many of the architects you know, here represented today, kind of met in the desert of Mongolia, and it was a very odd, mm -hmm. um, sort of to say the least, you know, context. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting to see how everybody ended up practicing in a kind of very embedded mm -hmm. way. And the visual argument in your book is mm -hmm. so embedded in LA, mm -hmm. uh, and you see it through the kind of frames of the houses. And mm -hmm. so I think that kind of embeddedness is coming mm -hmm. through as well, that although we are at a time of being flooded with you know, images, in the yeah. end, the books are allowing construction of a context that then is shared as very specific in time yeah. and, and, and place, and yet mm -hmm. also part of a kind of global conversation that's happening in between a number of people. By the way, I, like, I really like that uh, picture of you in, in autos with, a, I think, a big leather jacket. <laughs> a tiny, tiny image, huh? She was suffering. Yeah. <laughs> I was suffering, yes. We were looking yeah. for our sight like yeah. everybody else. So. I, I thought that was also a, a, a watershed moment for our generation. You know, a lot of us... Uh, know of each other's work back then. We're all young practitioners, and we met first time we met tete a tete, and then afterwards many other circumstances, many other different types of collaborations, whether architectural or in academic contexts, kind of brought brought us back together. And as I said, it's been ten years, you know. So I think back, it's a long time, and how these ten years had evolved. And, and I always think like book is a is a slow medium, you know. Uh, different, I think uh, in a way, architecture is a slow medium. Culture is fast, architecture is slow, and, and I, generally speaking, I think it's a mistake to, to try to speed architecture up to, to be in the same speed as the other medium, and it's important to take advantage of that slowness. And I think consumption of a book is so different from consuming from a, of a laptop. It reaches a different part of your brain. And, and, and the slowness of production of the book and the slowness of the consumption of the book also allows for that type of evolution and different diverse points or tangential points of views that comes in. And this is something maybe I, I see similar in, in the way we approach our books. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. also going to say something. Mm -hmm. You were talking about context. Sort of, I think maybe that's something, building, building up a context mm -hmm. for work is something that unites 
a generation of those architects that maybe many of us met together in Ordos. I think maybe that's another kind of linking point in our two books that, in a way, I mean, I've, I've been looking at the PDF of your book and um, now I have it in my hand, and I think one of the things that's quite beautiful about it is the physicality of the book, the way the sort of portfolio pieces of the projects, which are sort of un, not really editorialized in the way that the narrative conversations with you and Dan are. I think it's a, it doesn't sort of smoothen out everything, but it has a nice way of putting things next to each other that I think tells a, sort of keeps the, keeps the projective nature of your work open, but I think reveals a lot about how the work is produced. And I, I think in a way the portfolios from our artist collaborators also do that, that it doesn't necessarily add up to one thing, but it's an opening. You know, we started getting calls from China and things like that, like, let's do a book. And we thought, well, wait, we're not... We didn't see doing a monograph. We saw a monograph as sort of an encapsulating process, and we just felt we... We weren't ready to do that, and I, I like that. The, you know, I think that's an interesting parallel of the way that we both thought about the project. And it's also interesting. I mean, to go back, I think publishers are again embracing the monograph. But the first thing they say is, "We don't do monographs." So you have to find another angle to 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 kind of show your work. It, it can't be. But I think that that that's fine. At the same time, the openness is important in terms of showing things a little bit as they are, mm -hmm. and, I, and I think reflecting just on the kind of making of and the sort of day-to-day -day practice or conversations, I mean, is a kind of really interesting way to, to keep that sense of kind of openness. Mm -hmm. And the format of the conversation mm -hmm. is one that's been going on since, I mean, orders mm -hmm. was, like, all we did was have yeah. those conversations, and a lot of the mm -hmm. disagreements in the positioning occurred in that. So it's more like oral history or an oral discourse, which is more in the present than the kind of reflection that one can do historic, you know, with a kind of 30-year mm -hmm. uh, period. Well, how did you, uh, what did you guys, or how did you choose Bonicelli Press as the publisher? Because I think that Alan Rupp has taken on himself a little bit to support a, a kind of next generation of architects and is kind of interested in both acknowledging still the desire for architects to see their work thought through mm -hmm. in a way, but also understands the limits of, yeah. of that format. Mm -hmm. And so there was a book we wanted to make mm -hmm. and we were going to make that book no mm -hmm. matter what. And yeah. then working with Neil Donnelly yeah. was like an incredible collaboration where I think mm -hmm. we we pushed each other. I think Neil has a drier aesthetic than we do, and so I think the combination led to a sort of combination of uh, excess and restraint, mm -hmm. which I think works well mm -hmm. in that it kind of pushes, and so mm -hmm. that tension. I mean, we were you know, at OMA when Bruce and mm -hmm. Rem collaborated, and I think that was yeah, pushing yeah. this sense of, it's, it's always a collaboration, and, yeah. and uh, you know, you see it here in the show, and you saw it last year, like the collaborations between mm -hmm architects and photographers, mm -hmm. and but this is much more in the open now and kind of very declared, right? Mm -hmm. Like like you yeah. have a group mm -hmm. and you're in conversation yeah. mm -hmm. and, and that is producing the work and that's also the context. Mm -hmm. For us as well, mm -hmm. Reto was, was really a partner in creating, creating the framework and keeping the framework very tight around mm -hmm. these projects and then kind of building the other layers of the book around the conversations, the drawings, the sort of encyclopedic piece at the end to help that, mm -hmm. the discourse. I mean, I think the other thing that 
I was really, I think that really comes through in the conversations is the amount of references. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about, you know, make new history. I mean, you can trace in the conversations, you're also rereading other architects' work, yeah. and there's a kind of other body that exists there. Uh, and so I think these genealogies, as the book open up, yeah. these connections are really mm -hmm. kind of interesting to, you know, so it's not so flat. Uh, mm -hmm. Before we decided to work with Berghäuser, we were, I was in Berlin, and we were approached by different publishers. And they would say, well, you should do, want to do a monograph, we can do this for you, we can do this for you, these are the monographs, kind of lay it out. And, and at the end, we settled to working with them because I had this meeting with the, the publisher in, in Vienna, and we said, let's, let's meet, let's meet at a bookstore. So we meet at Walter Koenig bookstore. And so before we even discuss what we wanted to do, we're just looking at books, looking at books. We're collectors of books, we're bibliophiles, we love books. And I could see he loved books too, you know, before we even discuss anything. We're talking, we're commenting and discussing about the books. And I, I think somehow this, the, the uh, reverence or, or love of that artifact is, is uh, important for us as a decision to, to work with him. I mean, I, I think the physicality of book is important. I mean, we're not uh, nostalgic about the foxing of the paper of an of of Earth First Edition and things like that, but I think a book is important, the physicality of the book. You know, you look at Siegfried Gideon's first few editions of Space, Time, and Architecture. It was hardcover. The dust jacket was designed by Herbert Bayer, as Rayton had mentioned. I don't know if anyone has seen the latest uh, softcover edition of that book, on the cover was the In-N-Out Burger in Westwood. I don't know if Siegfried Gideon rolled roll over his grave, you know? So I don't know, I think that the physicality of the book as an object that describes its time, I think it's completely, uh, very important for us. So. You know, Solari's like humongous book yeah. of, you know, drawings. <laughs> no, I, I agree that the, I think that can never go away. The, I love Moss's kind of overscaled books and I'm wondering whether the format of narrative and conversation and isn't also replacing a little bit the void that is now in terms of the kind of writers that are really writing about contemporary yeah. practices or like I often have this conversation with Bernard Chumi who where he's like you know where's Ken Frampton where's yeah. you know Tony Vidler where's you know and I again we have that debate often with James that there is I think history theory has taken on it's become autonomous and it's been a project for for a long time towards that autonomy mm -hmm. that autonomy has has happened and I so I think with that in a way we're entering into you know writing again uh, and having those conversations yeah. as a result of offering a kind of uh, critical mirrors to one another and I think even working as a duo right is a way yeah. to have a kind of constant critique mm -hmm. uh, occurring uh, in the same way that I think I don't know a Ken and a Stephen mm -hmm. Hall might have had or I mean in that kind of relationship of an ongoing conversation. Mm -hmm. So do you share this um, sensuit, like this, this morn morning of loss of uh, this type of architecture critic? I, I don't. Jimmy? Bernard no. does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we always... Yeah. But I, I don't... I, I think that on the contrary, I, I mean, yeah. whatever, it happened. And I, yeah. I, I think the work that's being done in, by, in the kind of history theory side is, is really critical. Mm -hmm. and, and I, So I don't mourn that at all. But I want to make visible that there are still conversations and that we are still kind of debating ideas. It's just a different format, and it's a little bit more horizontal and a little bit more diffuse, but it's the same kind of disagreements. And I mean, the, the work is still within that context of a, of a, mm -hmm. of a, of a discourse, but of a different yeah, yeah. nature. I'm going to interrupt. I, I think this idea of a sort of 
world in which conversation is a way of constant criticism between practices is, is a lovely one, and I think one that we can uh, take from this. Thank you so much. This podcast was produced by Columbia GSAP in collaboration with ARC Daily. You can find more information about the school on our website at arc.columbia.edu.